0: There is a haunted bridge outside of the ghost town of Terra, Iowa. Let's get right into it in our second episode here of Midwest Ghost Town. Are Ghost Towns Haunted? All right, we're going to go right to the chase as we are experiencing all sorts of questions regarding paranormal activity and ghost towns. And I know when I first started, people would ask me, Oh my goodness, have you been to this place? Have you been to the cemetery? There's supposed to be a ghost here, or have you been to this one ghost town? There's supposed to be a woman with a black dress that comes out of the house, you know, and we will be looking in. And, and although I value all those things, I thought I better cut to the chase because when I really started uh, Midwest ghost town, it was for the historical aspect of researching abandoned places and I think sometimes the word ghost it gets stuck in the middle there and all of a sudden people kind to of get um, alarmed. But really, the question of are ghost towns haunted is a really good question because when you look at other ghost towns, because of the sheer aspect that history is involved, there are some probably some bad characters that are involved, especially in the old west towns. When you start looking at the mining towns, you hear of shootouts and you hear of bandits and you hear of hangings and things like that and so with those some of those gruesome deaths kind of comes this whole issue of is there a ghost is that ghost of such and such is he haunting that town and so let's look at some of these towns and we'll come back to the midwest here in just a second but you have in montana alone just a couple you have Barrick, virginia city nevada city garnett and Comet, Montana, if you do the research on these, you'll know that they all have ghost stories and haunted stories that go along with it. Ruby, Arizona is a popular one, especially with the Ruby murders, which seems to be really a popular ghost story that goes along with that. Then you kind of go back up to Wyoming, you have South Pass City and Miner's Delight. Colorado has their own with St. Elmo, Cripple Creek. Victor, Silver Plume, Georgetown. Now, some of these are what they call semi-ghost towns, but they all have like a paranormal aspect to them if you go back and do the research. Stories that go alongside that. New Mexico, they have uh, Mogollon has their own White Oaks. And then Shakespeare has a popular story that goes along with Russian Bill and the fact that he was strung up um, and tried for stealing cattle. And that they believe that his ghost to this day haunts the ghost town of Shakespeare. So looking at these towns, and then of course, probably the one of the most popular ones is Bodie, California. Bodie, California is historically known as a ghost town that has its own, you know, spookiness added to that. In fact, the story with Bodie goes like this, and the... Uh, the, park, the parks took over Bodie. You can visit there today. And the park services are doing a great job kind of keeping and preserving that town. But Bodie is popular as known as having what is called the Bodie Curse. So if you go out and you visit Bodie, California, Ghost Town, the curse is if you take just one item from Bodie, you're going to have bad luck coming to you for the rest of your life. So you don't want to take things away. Now, the story is with that, is it real? Is it really a curse? And now some people who believe in that are going to, are going to go right to their deathbed saying that, yes, there's a curse. And yes, Bodhi is, is absolutely haunted. But then there's another story that, that's kind of a genius idea. The park surfaces kind of came up with a way to prevent people from stealing from the ghost out. I mean, part of the problems that we're having that's escalating the rate of these ghost towns disappearing from the landscapes. It's not just the weather. We know that weather in North Dakota and South Dakota and the Great Plains can be harsh. We also know over time, the elements are going to take away things like buildings are going to deteriorate, roads are going to crumble. But the one thing that can escalate it is quite frankly, people, right? People coming and creating theft, taking things, not leaving them as they stand. And Midwest ghost town is going to be one of these sites that I'm going to promote leaving things as they are. So Bodie, California, the park rangers, did they possibly make up this whole curse of don't take any items or you'll be cursed with bad luck for the rest of your life? I don't know, but they take it pretty seriously. And one of the things that they do is they have a bunch of letters that they keep on file of people that have written, you know, uh, apologies for actually taking something that the curse followed them and they wanted to get rid of it. One of those letters. It says, having taken a nail from Bodhi, life has steadily been, well, a downward slide. It could be possible that all the pleasant events from the past are not just a coincidence, but just in case the Bodhi curse is real, I'm returning the nail. So I thought that was an interesting letter that, that I had read online, that just a nail being taken from Bodhi this person was so concerned about all the bad luck that happened in their life that they believed that the curse was real, right? And there's countless other stories of people sharing things of of Bodhi on there. Now, this episode isn't just about Bodhi, but it's just to paint a picture of that question, are ghost towns haunted? And we'll get get to that in just a second. Another one, if you ever had an opportunity, the last episode I was talking about, an episode that was... um, covering Cerro Gordo, California, Brent, who's on YouTube as Ghost Town Living, go check out that site, it's awesome, he talks specifically and one of his episodes called Ghost Hunting in a Ghost Town, go check that out, pretty interesting as he talks about walking around the town, hearing things, seeing things, and there's a part where he, it's at this bunkhouse. he believes he sees movement, He's a face, he goes and he checks that out. And then he swore that there was a time that he had locked the door, but it was open. And he just kind of kept on finding things moved. And so he would go over there and he he says, whatever, whatever you believe. He's like, I'm not trying to challenge anyone in their belief system. And I'm not saying what this was, but I heard footsteps and I heard voices, you know, in that bunkhouse and it's no big deal, I'm not making a big deal out of it he says on the episode, go check it out he says I'm not making a big deal, I have 20 some other buildings I'll just go to the other buildings, I'll leave that bunkhouse alone so I thought that was pretty interesting more here in just a little bit, we're going to be talking about one of our own ghost towns right here in the Midwest and talking about a haunted bridge and we're going to be going to that town here in another video, but we'll talk about it right after this back with you here at Midwest Ghost Town. As we've been covering some mining towns, answering the question, are ghost towns haunted? And so we're gonna come right back and reel us in back to the Midwest, covering an area near Fort Dodge, Iowa. A ghost town by the name of Terra, Iowa, or Terra Junction as it's better known in that area. And so we are preparing to actually go to Terra, Iowa, make a video there and cover that area on our YouTube channel. But I thought, what an excellent time just to kind of cover this question about are ghost towns haunted? So I'm just gonna answer that real quick because we know that we are not a paranormal channel, but we do cover ghost towns, and it's very common that in those ghost towns that sometimes paranormal activity is noted. So my quick answer to this is that in my opinion, I don't see a lot of that, but I do hear stories and I'm not one that's going to judge a person's perspective on on things. I just won't cover it as much um, if the story is important to that ghost town, like it is in this case with Terra Iowa, which you'll you'll see my point here shortly. So, Terra Iowa has a haunted bridge, and that is very close to Terra. It's kind of known as the Terra uh, Foot Bridge, or excuse me, the Terra Bridge. Or a pile bridge, which is north of the town, and we'll kind of dispel some myths because there are some inaccuracies and, and stories out there in terms of another bridge that's um, kind of known as the Banwell Bridge, which is south of Terra. Totally two different bridges, um, so we want to make sure that we cover that. And, the, and a myth or a, a legend story of a mother throwing her kids off the bridge has nothing to do with the Terra. Pile Bridge north of the town, which is noted in the Fort Dodds Messenger, and this is why we're going here with this episode. The Fort Dodds Messenger, June 5th, 1893, reports of a grim ghost encounter on the Pile Bridge. And this is what the story says it says, There may not be any ghost holding high carnival nights on the Rock Island Bridge or the North Lizard. But well, there are a number of railway employees and people in that vicinity who cannot be convinced of that fact. And the operator at Terra has, been, has seen a few things that he cannot explain. Section Foreman uh, Children has also had his hair raised by strange sights and sounds. Any number of curious Terra people can also be produced as witnesses to provide that the bridge is haunted. The bridge in question is a small wooden pile bridge. Over the North Lizard, three quarters of a mile north of Terra. It was on this bridge that William Roberts, a young man working with a pile driver, lost his life a couple of years ago being killed by by a pile driver. What happened was, going off the article here a little bit, they believe that the wind picked this pile driver up and caused an accident, that pile driver hit him the young William Roberts in the head and killed him. Since then the railway men have been more or less afraid of the bridge, but until recently saw nothing on which to base their suspicions. Section foreman Children saw the operator's story and went himself uh, a better of a few evenings late. He was returning after nightfall with his section men pumping away cheerfully on a hand car and figure on getting to the belated supper just as soon as possible. As they neared the North Lizard Bridge all the men noticed the light of a locomotive apparently moving on the bridge. They stopped the hand car with a jerk, hustled the car off the track to let the train pass. The light came no nearer. And after waiting a while they put the car back on the rails and slowly pumped up to the bridge. As they approached the light grew dimmer and dimmer and finally Disappeared. There was no sight or sound of a train. A superstitious fear came over the crowd of men, and they did not have the courage to cross the bridge. They waited, talking to each other in awe stricken whispers. Suddenly, strange sounds floated out on the night air with startling distinctness. The listeners heard the clanking and rattling of machinery and a, and a dull thud like the falling hammer of a pile driver. Then again came silence. The men were badly rattled and were afraid to cross the bridge, so finally they took the handcar down the track and, giving it a good start, sent it over the bridge without any occupants. It crossed safely, and they followed on foot with fear. Since then, a number of skeptical terrorist citizens have seen the strange sights and heard of the ghostly pile driver, and the town is in ferment of excitement over the affair. Ghost-hunting... Partied are organized every evening, but no one has yet captured this ghost train. So there's a report there on the Ford Dodge Messenger uh, back in 1893. So even then, they were having ghost stories that were documented in the paper. These are not legends of people just talking. This is in the paper, and you can find that record. So let's talk again about that bridge because I know that there'll be some people that might be. a little frustrated that that story kind of differs from the one that you'll see if you go on google and you go ahead and um, type in terra terra bridge you're going to get all these other accounts of a bridge that really the stories aren't accurate and it's not the same bridge right so right away in that very first sentence number one this is a train bridge so or a trestle pile this is the pile bridge What's a pile bridge? A pile bridge is a structure that uses foundations consisting of long poles, referred to as piles, which are made of wood, concrete, steel. They are hammered into the soft soils beneath the bridge until the end of the pile reaches a hard layer of compact soil rock. So we know that the other bridge is not that. The other bridge is just like a road that you can take cars on. This is for a train. And so we know that this is a train bridge and you're not taking your car out on that bridge. The other thing is that... That it's very important to understand that the North Lizard, and I've heard some accounts calling it the Lazard. It's not the Lazard. It's Lizard Creek, actually, in the Fort Dodge area. And How do I know that I've actually mountain biked in that area? They're doing a great project down there in Fort Dodge. I've actually been in the area um, and had a chance to bike Lizard Creek. The North Lizard, so there's two sections, north and south, and the North Lizard is north of Terra, so, we know that since this bridge crosses the North Lizard and it's, and it's just shortly north of Terra, that this is the correct bridge. So, my hope is to go out there and visit this bridge, maybe get some pictures. Um, I won't be able to go down the railroad tracks because it's illegal, but I'm hoping that I can talk to some of the local farmers and maybe they'll allow me on their land to go see where this bridge is. But that's only part of the story of Tara and I'm hoping to cover more of it on an upcoming episode. But going back to other matters, um, are ghost towns haunted? You know, I talked to some other historians and excellent question. We have one group of people that believe absolutely they are And then we have another absolutely that they're not and that it takes away from the historical factor of them. So I'm one that's kind of in the middle, that maybe it's both. Um, I don't necessarily believe in that, but that doesn't mean that I question those that do. So I think everyone has the right to their opinion on that one. So, But I will say, you know, there was, as I close, there was a story that happened to me uh, and my son we were actually in wisconsin covering another ghost town centipede centipede wisconsin which is very closely tied to the birth of the transcontinental railroad i have a video that's on my youtube channel on that go check that out you'll learn more about that's a very interesting story but out of that came a ghost town named centipede wisconsin we went through dubuque iowa crossed over um, to illinois from iowa and then up northward to Wisconsin they're all kind of closely linked together in a tri-state area there and as we went to that land it's on on a uh, like a state grounds actually and there's private land that's all around that area and we were out there walking and a couple times we were on um, public land and then we were kind of getting close to some areas that we thought were off limits and private so we just were careful but the whole time we were there it was the dead of winter it was freezing cold um, we just kind of felt later as we went back my son kind of brought up that it felt like something was watching us it did feel kind of eerie in the woods um, not saying that's what it was but the question that my son asked he said you know dad didn't you say that years ago possibly a lot of people died in this area due to malaria and that's exactly what happened hundreds of people on that town site died of disease and malaria along the Mississippi River. So the question was, were we in a haunted area? Not saying it is or isn't, but it does really bode to the whole um, topic about ghost towns being haunted. We can go on and on about this subject matter and there's so much more to cover in Midwest Ghost Town. Midwest Ghost Town. Encourage you to follow along. If you haven't had a chance to subscribe, Do so. Love to hear from you as well. Hear some comments. Maybe give me your opinion. How do you feel about ghost towns? Do you feel they're haunted? Yes? No? Come along on the journey. You can follow also on our YouTube page, Midwest Ghost Town, and of course our Facebook page as well. And of course, we are hoping to upload weekly podcasts um, both to these platforms here. So follow along in another episode of Midwest ghost town.